بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم This is the English It's just in a summary of the Majlis of Hazrat Maulana Qamarul Zaman Sahib Dhamad Barakatuhum which took place on Wednesday the 17th of Jumadul Ula 1443 corresponding with the English date 22nd of December 2021 This maj- majlis and dini discourse took place after the Isha Salat at Masjid Bilal Jamia Islamia Jamia Islamia Banjari Mahu MP India Hazratwala addresses the students and he tells them about this hadith the first hadith of Bukhari Sharif he goes on to tell them what tafsir and commentary can i make on this particular hadith all these things have been explained to you by your ustad and your teacher in the class already i may have heard already this dars and learned it some more than 50 years uh, ago from hazrat maulana shah wasiullah sahab i am not going to make a kalam and bahas on the sanad and the other intricate ma- uh, uh, aspects in fact even those who are teaching these kitabs all the time when they have to present an explanation uh, at the different uh, venues and jalsas they also have to check up and study so much but nevertheless regarding the hadith itself i will speak a bit the hadith speaks about intention and everything is based on our intention so much so hazrat manana shah wasiullah sahab on a daily basis would ask us that uh, how come you came here what have you come to do uh, what is your need checking on us all the time there is great importance attached to niyat and intention and it is for this reason sayyidina imam bukhari has mentioned this hadith as the first hadith in his entire sahih sahih al bukhari people go to the buzurgan din for what need do we go there you know there is an incident of a very great and prominent sheikh and after his demise his khadim e khas would not even perform salat people said to him that am um, you even abandon salat at least read your salat you know you stayed with hazrat so long and then he replies and he says yes i stayed with hazrat but i did not even stay with him one day for the sake of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala not for one day did i stay and have a niyat for allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hazrat marana and this person was of such a high category and status in the eyes of the sheikh that he would also spoil the matters of the other muridin and say this and say that about them hazrat maulana shah wasiullah sahab on one occasion said to hazrat tanwi that hazrat certain certain person stayed so long with this great prominent uh, buzruk but his condition is just like that so he said rehne se kya hoga by merely staying what would happen what would really be achieved so long as a person has no niyat of islah then what would happen and it is for this reason that over and over our mashayikh remind us of the importance of ikhlas sincerity and uh, intention when people used to go to hazatanwi he would also say that why have you come have you come with the correct niyat you coming to me correct your 
Niyat, why are you actually coming here? So this particular hadith has a high senate and chain of narrators and its matlab and its subject matter is also of utmost importance. His entire life, Hazrat Shah Wasiullah spoke on this particular hadith. Regarding niyat, we can say, Niyatul mu'min khayrum min amali, that the mere intention of a believer is even better than the deed itself. If we make our lives according to this particular hadith, we rectify and straighten out our intentions and put sincerity in it, then everything would be rectified. I would hear this particular incident on many occasions from Hazrat Mawlana Shah Wasiullah Sahib. But subsequently, I have also read that the great Arab Alim has written this particular waqia. It is about a Buzruk, a Wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, who for approximately 20 to 25 years performed all his salats with the takbir-e-tahrima, takbir-e-ula. And on one occasion when he came, he missed the takbir-e-ula. Due to which, some time of grief and sorrow came in his heart regarding that what would the people say when they come to know about this? Nevertheless, after his salat, when he done introspection and he realized that all my concern was what are the people going to say about this? Can you believe? Look at how much of importance they attach to Niyat. He repeated that salat, 20 or 25 years of salat, he made kaza of it. That it was not for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, it was rather for people. That's why I was so concerned, what would the people now actually say? On one occasion, three people were traveling and they were on their way to the great saint, Hazrat Sayyidina Abdul Qadir Jilani. And Andrew, they were discussing amongst themselves and the one said, I am actually going so that I can object and ask this type of a question, that type of a question and put the sheikh in an awkward position to make atiraz. That's why I'm actually going. The second one said, I'm just going for barakat. And the third one said that I'm going so that I can achieve the ilm and the faiz, the knowledge and the barakat the phase, uh, the dollar which is in the heart of the sheikh. That's what I'm actually going for. Nevertheless, Allah Ta'ala opened it to Sayyidina Abdul Qadir Jilani. And as they made the arrival, immediately he stood up and he said and gave glad tidings to the one who had the intention of uh, gaining uh, the wealth which is in the heart of the sheikh. That phase, so we can take benefit from that and if this is not the niyat then how we entered the first day after years and years we live in the same way in simple words empty handed Imam Bukhari rahimahullah was a great faqih and jurist as well how he would establish the headings and the names of the different different uh, chapters is so amazing and therefore also that's why you need a mahir and a great expert for the person who is actually going to uh, teach the Bukhari Sharif to understand all these subtle uh, things. In Namal A'malu bin Niyat, verily actions are judged by their intentions. Everything is about how do we please Irzai Bari Ta'ala. And this is the dua that we make also every day. Allahumma ardina warda'anna. Oh Allah, please us and you become pleased with us. You know, I was just seeing and I came across this year that uh, 
Hakim Nanumia, the grandson of Hazrat Gangohi, he actually told me that this dua, Allahumma kun lana waj'alna lak, Hazrat Anwi rahimahullah would abundantly make this dua. And then he would say, whenever I make this dua, great strength comes to me. So, when these people have told me to read this year, I read it. On one occasion, I spoke about this year as well, these du'as. Allahumma arudina warda'anna, Allahumma kun lana waj'alna lak. And the gathering was that of the woman folk, masturat. And the impression thereafter was that they said that today Maulana taught us such a du'a that will take us from here straight into Jannah. Now this is how this tabqa the woman folk also appreciate. So the importance of rectifying our intentions. So Hazrat Anashah Wasiullah Sahib would ask us this all the time. Why have you come? Why are you studying? What are you doing here? And then we would tell him for Allah, to please Allah. And then he would go on to say, yes, okay, but this is very difficult. Now, MashaAllah, these students have come right to the end of their course and they may be now starting their Bukhari Sharif. So they should make this intention. Let them put this into their hearts and their minds. Let them make this niyat that we are also going to learn and we are going to teach. And remember, La yulhimuhu illa suada will not be inspired all of this year except the fortunate ones and never ever suffer from an inferiority complex because this is a golden chain. This year is the best silsila and pattern that we could have been in. And one Buzuruk says, if there was any better word to describe this, then silsila to dhahab, better than this, I would have said it, meaning this is a golden chain. Even the parents should say and tell their students, uh, their, their children, that I have put you here only so that I can become successful and you can become successful. Now look at the need of the parents as well. You know when I went to go and drop off my mahboob, my son, he's sitting here in this gathering as well at uh, the institution of Maulana Alimiya. And he questioned me and he was amazed that I've put all my children in the line of Deen. And I said to him that I'm in the Silsila and I would like all my children to be there as well. Now you people make dua for their success also. The intention of a believer is better than the deed itself. We learn from the Hadith that sometimes a person makes an intention. He hardly even gets the opportunity to make Amal on it or he doesn't make the opportunity to, get, uh, to make Amal on it. But the mere niyat does not go in vain. Rather, a person is rewarded tremendously for it. Look at a simple example. Soil and dust or this institution which we speak about in the terminology as Tayammum, where a person gains purity and taharat by means of these things which are mentioned in the books of Fiqh. So, we need to understand that sand or dust in itself, it's pure. But it's not something that can purify you. Yes, because of the barkat 
of the niyat and intention when a person is making tayammum he makes that niyat that i want to become pak he has his reasons everything is in place once he makes that niyat that niyat is so great and so beloved to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who is the owner of everything water and sand and everything allah subhanahu wa ta'ala then takes that sand or that dust or whatever he's making wudu uh, tayammum on and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala takes it out of just being pure but rather makes it mutahhir something that can purify you allahu akbar and that's why you would find that niyat in wudu is not a prerequisite however niyat in tayammum is most definitely a prerequisite it is a condition So make the niyat that we are going to make the khidmat of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Make the niyat that we are going to recognize Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, in 1950, Hazrat Qari Tayyab sahab came to our Darul Ulum, Darul Lumau, and he gave a lecture and he spoke about that king in that zamana who established a dini institution, a madrasa. Nevertheless, some time passed and he said to one of his ministers, come, let's go and destroy and close that madrasa. And the minister was surprised and he said, why would we do such a thing? How come? And we should not do that. And he says, no, even in these institutions, people don't have niyat anymore. There's no sincerity. So the minister said, okay, let's go, trying to convince the king not to do what he was about to do nevertheless they go there and they go and start questioning and interviewing the students and one says that i want uh, to become a, a accountant another one says i want to have certain certain position so then the king was actually what he was saying was actually established now that what is the difference between those students that are going to circular institutions and our students that are coming to the dini institutions there is no difference whatsoever and then the eye of the wazir falls on to a lad who's sitting in the corner and he's busy studying they approach him and they go to him initially he did not even turn their attention and then the king the wazir and the minister says son the king is here but he's so engrossed in his studies he says okay come quickly i'm busy studying uh, what do you need he says why are you studying what brings you here what is your need and your intention he says i heard from proofs that we have our rabb our sustainer our creator our allah and there are some ahkam and rules that he has sent down if we carry out some of those things it would bring happiness to allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and there are others that if we do it it will bring about the displeasure of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so i actually come here to gain recognition insight and foresight regarding these things so that i can adopt those things which would please allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and i can abandon and stay away make ijtinab stay away from those things which would displease allah subhanahu wa ta'ala the king just heard that and it was the sentiments of just one student and that was enough for the king and he said keep the madrasa open do not shut it down who was this it was ghazali who eventually allah ta'ala made imam ghazali and do we know his sirat do we know his life he went 
and he stayed in the jungles away from people after his studies and he gained closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and in islah and muraqaba and the dhikr of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Hazrat Mawlana Ali Mia says in the praise of Imam Ghazali that his style of Arabic is so amazing that despite so many centuries passing by, you would actually think the author, the author is of a modern day uh, author. His Arabic would, can be compared completely and totally to this time and this age. We know Imam Ghazali, what heights he had reached and how great he had become. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him that sincerity and he continued threading that path and he gained progress and went higher and higher. Such kafiyat and ahwal he enjoyed. We all know about that. I'll tell you something else, Hazardwala goes on to say. Morana Zahurul Hassan, who was the colleague, the peer by, he was also a Khalifa of Hazrat Tanwi. He would come to us and say to us, Hazrat Wala is saying, that this person, referring to their Sheikh, Hazrat Manana Shah Wasiullah this person meaning my colleague, he is such, I've seen him from the student days in the Khanka in Tanabawan. It was Ikhlas and Ikhlas and Ikhlas. And today when I see him, it's Ikhlas and nothing else other than Ikhlas. That was his whole maslak. Hazrat Shah Wasiullah used to read abundantly, address himself saying this, Ya nafs, akhlisi, tatakhallasi, O nafs, adopt, choose ikhlas in sincerity, you will gain salvation. In every act of ours, we should consider and be careful of our niyat and what is it all about, we should make sure that we have sincerity and Ikhlas. Myself, I can say, Hazarwala goes on to say, I seen Hazrat Shah Wasiullah Sahib in a dream and he says to me, that I have humbled myself to such an extent and hid myself, annihilation in that manner, that people would not even understand me to be a Malvi, an Alim. Allahu Akbar. Mene mitaya apna namo Shohra uraya mera kisne? I have erased and humble myself, erased my effects so much, so much. I wonder who has went around uh, making me so famous. Jisne mitaya apna namo nisha, haft akaleem kabana sultan, the person who erased all his effects. He didn't want anyone to know him. It was purely, solely, sincerely, only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That person became the king of the world. So this is niyat. Imam Bukhari, rahimahullah, starts off his kitab with niyat and ikhlas. So maybe about the senate and about the academic discussions, as time would come, and in some many long years, you may forget those discussions. But you would not forget, rather you should not forget the great lesson that this hadith gives us all. And it is that of ikhlas and sincerity. You know, what can I tell you today? We are taking out ikhlas from our syllabus and we're saying there is a great need for English. Look at the connection of the Farsi and the Persian with that of Suluk and Tasawwuf. 
Hazrat Wala then goes on to quote the waqia and the incident of Ali radiallahu ta'ala an when he drops his opponent, he's on his chest, he's about to do away with him and then this Jewish man spits in his face. Ali radiallahu ta'ala an stands and walk. The person is absolutely amazed, astonished. He runs behind him not to kill him. In the search of truth, in the search of something that touched his heart, saying that what is this? You're supposed to actually mutilate me or kill me even faster. Why is it? Why did you do this? He said that this is the glass of Allah and I wanted to break it with the tool of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and not with my own personal desire, whims, fancies and something to do with my ego and my nafs. It is, belongs to Allah, so it must be broken with Allah's tool, Allah's hammer, Allah's sword. Nevertheless, the person is so taken aback. I mean, where do you learn this? Where do you come from? What type of people are you? Ali radiallahu ta'ala says, come, let me show you where I come from. He takes him into the company of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And what can we say? Together with him, 14 individuals come into the fold of Islam. Allahu Akbar. Manana Rum speaks about this so, so passionately. And he says, with this, the sword of tolerance, 14 people are saved from the fire of Jahannam. But if the sword the steel sword, the actual sword was used, then they would be sped off to Jahannam. So this quality is so great. It's called Hilm, tolerance. And it is so fundamental. It is one of the most important aspects of good character. It is as important in the, the structure of the meal and the food and the platter as salt is to food. Like how important salt is in the makeup of that dish and the food that we prepare, that's how important tolerance is in character. Allah Ta'ala says to Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, Alam nashrah laka sadrak, have we not opened your heart by means of ilm and hilm, knowledge and tolerance? Musa Alayhi Salatu Wasalam is on his way, he's commanded by Allah to go and do dawat and tabligh, Call to the oneness of Allah, none other than Fir'aun, the one who claimed divinity. He had on his side, on his side great mu'jizas and miracles, the miracle of the Asa that would turn into a huge serpent, and that arm of his which would gleam so brightly. Then too, what does he ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Rabbish rahli sadri. O Allah, broaden and open my heart. Grant me sharah sadr, what ilm and hilm. Hazrat Shah Wasiullah Sahib used to say three things are very, very important in this work and for us to do work. One is knowledge, the other one is tolerance, and the third one is rifq and compassion. Rifq is so important that if a person has been given rifq, compassion, softness, then he has been granted everything. The author of Baizawi, or is it Kashaf, he mentions and he speaks about this. That how should we live with people? And this is what Ilm does. Ilm will teach you all of this. That how should you interact with people? When? How? What to do? Likulli shayin zakat. 
وَلِلْعِلْمِ وَعَزْ And I'm saying to these students, for everything there is zakat. And for this knowledge, it is dini discourses. So Musa says, Rabbi And isn't the matter for me? I mean, you can open my chest, but if you don't, isn't the matter for me? Nothing would be easy until you make it easy. And open the knot from my tongue. Let me say eloquently and simply and easily, let me be able to fulfill the demands of what is in my heart. Let me bring it onto my tongue. So this is very, very important that we correct our tongues, we correct our hearts, we correct our niyat, and the choice of words also that we use when we're doing all of this, it should be magnetic. It should be so beautiful. There must be a kashish in it, something that will pull the next one to us. So, maaf is zamir. We must be able to uh, say what is in our hearts, pass that on. So, ilm is very, very important. You know, I say that we have established these darul ulums. We made so much of ihtimam. And these centers of knowledge have been established. Tell me now, if you made such a great effort and a sacrifice for knowledge, ilm, you have built these institutions. Tell me, what have you done regarding ilm? That was for ilm. What did you do for character? And that is why we have the silsila. You have also those have been given the permission, majaz suhbat in the terminology, and the majaz bayat the ones who others would now have the permission uh, to come and sit in their company or someone on a higher level. Rather, they could even take bayat at their hands. So this chain is also going on. And I say to my children as well, in doing all of this also, you may some, see many things that are not coinciding. Nahi anil munkar, to forbid from that which is incorrect. Hazrat Shaykh Imam Ghazali rahimahullah says, Amar bil ma'roof, commanding good, and nahi anil munkar is qutb al-a'adham deen. That's the actual words that he used for it. It is the great pillar and important uh, in our, our, our deen. But alas, and unfortunately today, even this year is leaving us. Imam Malik rahimahullah was reading Salat and in front was the chadar, maybe the curtain or a piece of cloth of the king that was colorful and striped, etc. Immediately he said, remove this year. Because it is taking away, it's mukhil, taking away my concentration in Salat. From this we learn all those things that take our concentration away from Salat should be removed, whether they are external or internal. Hazrat Haji Imdadullah would say, when the beggar comes to you, then understand it to be the grace of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to you that he has sent the beggar to you, you did not have to go there. On one occasion, Hazrat Tanwi was with his sheikh, Hazrat Haji Imdadullah, and some time passed and they were talking. So now on his leaving, his departure, he says, uh, that I disturbed you in your solitude and in your peace time. So Hazrat Tanwi, Hazrat Haji Imdadullah answered, that 
Na'aziyar. Their khalwat is, is from uh, others, not from your own friends. Khalwat and that solitude is from others. But spending time with your own friends, that is part and parcel of khalwat as well. It is not against it. So nevertheless, there was an individual who made hijrat. And he made hijrat to go and get married to a certain lady. And it is for that reason that he was actually given that title afterwards when this it was the reason that provoked the uh, this particular hadith of coming into being. So he was then called Muhajir ibn Qais. He was not Muhajir ilallah. Hijrat is something great. It was not for Allah, but it was in the name of going to marry certain, certain woman. So the niyat is for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah to please Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So ilm, knowledge in itself is something very, very great. Knowledge, ilm itself is one amal. There's so much of mahnat that goes into it. Allah Ta'ala Himself says, Wattakullah, fear Allah, wa yu'allimukumullah, then Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala would teach you. Allah will give you ilm. Hazrat Shah Waliullah says, Washabin nas ala sharitatain, accompany people, but let it be or let it go with two conditions. Qat uttama' anin nas wa'amma fi aidin nas. These students are here, I'm advising them that you should not have hope in people or in their possessions, the possessions they have. But it is possible that when you're completely and totally independent, there's some type of dryness that may come to you that may lead to bad character coming into you. Therefore, Hazrat Shah Waliullah adds this to it and he says, But together with being independent and not having your gaze on people or on their possessions, remember, it should be accompanied with good character with every person. Good character with every person. Every Nabi came and he announced, La as'alukum ajra, that I am not asking you for wealth. They would say this year, so that no type of an allegation could be put upon them. Now after you do all of this, and then somebody, then too, Uh, has a problem with you, then that person is wicked and he is wretched. His inside is spoiled and contaminated. Allah Ta'ala, give me the tawfiq and the hidayat of making a amal. On the occasion of the Sad Salah Jalsa, uh, the hundred year anniversary at, uh, what do you call it, Darulum Dioband. When we went there, on that particular trip, we went to visit Hazrat Maulana Shah Masihullah Khan Saab. And when we went there, he was giving a bayan and a lecture, one hour, and standing as well. And what was the crux of that entire lecture and what was he saying to the students? Do not suffer from an inferiority complex. This ilm, this deen, these ayat, Quran, hadith is so great. Don't think that any other knowledge is more superior to this. Don't find yourself inferior to people who are studying other things or pursuing circular or that of the dunya. So great ulama of, dar, of 
our silsila, Hazrat Shah Waliullah, Hazrat Mujaddid Al-Faithani. Now, all these people had such type of knowledge. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was commanded, فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَ إِلَّا هُ That know well that there is none worthy of worship but Allah. So this ilm, Allah Masha'arani says, that all ilm is hidden in this kalima tayyiba, la ilaha illallah, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala bless us with that. Now, somebody stands up there in the gathering, maybe it could be the principal there, if I'm understanding well from this recording, that I listened to the Urdu, asking that Hazrat, that the Ustads and the students are asking for permission that they want you to give them ijazat and permission in your uh, pattern and your silsila of hadith right up to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Hazrat Wala then thereafter goes forward and he says, I'm giving you ijazat and permission of Bukhari Sharif and all the marwiyat ahadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam that Hazrat Mawlana Shah Wasiullah gave to me, I am giving to you people. Thereafter, Hazrat Wala says that other mashayikh have also given me ijazat. Hazrat Sheikh Zakaria Kandalwi, Hazrat Mawlana Habibur Rahman Azami and others as well. Allah Ta'ala give us the tawfiq and the hidayat to honor, respect and make qadr of this. Let's make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that Allah ta'ala makes this year uh, a means of benefit for, for all of us. For all of us. Ilahi maqsude man tuhi warizaitu muhabbat wa ma'rifati khutbida. Oh Allah, oh my Rabb, my maqsad, my goal, my ultimate is you, oh Allah, and your pleasure. Muhabbat wa ma'arifati khutbideh. Therefore, bless me with your love and your recognition. Hazrat Shah Abdul Aziz, who was the father of Hazrat Shah Waliullah, he used to say, whatever I achieved was through the barakat of this particular dua. Rabbana taqabbal minna innaka anta samiyul alim. Wa tub alayna innaka anta tawabur rahim. Bi hurmati Sayyidin Nabiyyil Kareem. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.